0: Welcome, sports fans, to the TMG Podcast. Uh, this is Chris Dufresne of TMG, and we have the entire panel here this week. Mark Blouch and Jersey Guy, back from the uh, disabled list. How you feeling, uh, Jersey Guy? You all right? You ready gotta to go? play
1: hurt, guys.
0: You got to play hurt, as Dan Jenkins once said. Uh,
2: Tony Barnhart, you were there checking in, sir?
1: Yes, okay, yes, sir,
2: but good to be back in Atlanta after a few days away, and you guys Pretty large game here in Atlanta this weekend. Yeah. Uh, and and Herbie Gould, you're uh, on board
0: in Chicago. Checking in. Hi. Reporting for duty.
3: Yes. Ready for some football. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Before we get started, we, of course, want to thank our sponsor, APA Games. Uh, APA is back uh, sponsoring us for the second year. And uh, that's APBagames.com. For sixty years, the unchallenged king of quality sports simulation pot products and uh, games, uh, Jersey Guy, have you received your cards for the baseball season for the Appa baseball I'm, season? I'm
1: waiting. I couldn't I could have used them last week, and I had a lot of free time. and couldn't do anything, so I'm waiting for those cards to arrive in the mail.
0: So. Yeah, that would have been that would have been perfect for the uh, for uh, for the hospital bed. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, while people were poking and prodding you and. Uh, uh, well, anyway, we're we're glad uh, Appa That's where you go to find out about Appa and uh, all different kind of uh, card games. That, you know, they go back sixty years, more than 60, 70 years, I think. Uh, and uh, so check them out, and we will get started. I know it's it's college football season because I uh, yesterday I received uh, uh, my uh, my FWAA directory. That's like, you know, it's Christmas morning and I got my my, my card for 2018. <laughs> so uh, we know it's time to get going. We, now let's start, let's start, sports fans, with the uh, the TMG countdown, which uh, we started at 16, 16 days ago, and we hit number one today with our number one picks for the season. We have two non-shockers Alabama got two number one votes from our panel, and then two surprises. Jersey guy went with Michigan State. Now, this is before they were cleared. Michigan State was just cleared of, of charges by the NCAA on the Larry Nassar uh, situation, although they did pay $500 million in, in, in settlements, but I don't know how that clears you in a, of, a, of anything. But Jersey guy, Michigan State, are, are you serious? I am, I am serious,
1: and then all they have to do is get to the final four, which I explained. And, uh, you know, as you can, with 19 starters back and home games against Ohio State and Michigan, um, I think they can pull it off. The, the key will be what happens when, you know, when they get to the ball games and they find an Alabama or Clemson winning. So that's the
0: gamble. Okay. Almost almost as silly, or oh, maybe, was, uh, was Rank Man's number one pick of Auburn, and uh, it's. It wasn't a, a misprint because I had Auburn number one last year this is as I said this is a du- a double down um, and I, and for a lot of reasons when I looked at them this year, it, it kind of made sense and my my defense of auburn is is quite simple. They are the only team that defeated uh, Alabama and Georgia last year. Uh, they won the SEC West uh, and to, to challenge tony's proclamation on Alabama. They're number one until somebody beats them. Well, Auburn beat them last year. I know they didn't beat them this year, and I know where that game is this year. But uh, so, you know, we we, you know, we kind of have fun. Auburn, I mean, Alabama is such an easy pick, and I understand why everyone's picking Alabama. Part of me just wanted to be different, knowing that it probably is not going to matter. Uh, Tony, Alabama, Not only not only are they, I think, the best team probably, but, you know, this year's schedule – is not, you know, since Louisville doesn't have Lamar Jackson anymore, that's not a foreboding schedule. I mean, normally they'll play, no. they'll play a USC or they'll play, a, they'll play someone big. But
2: it, it really sets up for them this year, don't you think? This is the good, this is the good year for them to have this schedule, and that's that's why ultimately, I had to pick them number one. I just I looked down that schedule, and said, who's going to beat them? Yeah. Okay, they don't play the, the toughest game they play on the road is going to be at, at LSU, I and mean, who knows what kind of shape LSU's going to be in by the time November 3rd rolls around. They get Texas A&M at home. They're going to play Ole Miss on the road. Obviously, get, they get Mississippi State in Tuscaloosa, and they get Auburn in Tuscaloosa. So I, I, and not only will they win every game, I think with the possible exception of LSU, they'll win every game by double digits.
0: Yeah, that, oh. that's scary. Her, Herb, you, you concur. You had Alabama number one. Um, you, you were, you're really a closet for a big 10 guy.
3: You're really a closet sec fan. Well, you know, I respect what they do down there. I mean, you know, I mean, and also, you know, the history, I'm a history major. And look at the last nine, ten years. And you're not going to be too far off if you pick Alabama. You know, the, the other thing, I mean, hats off to Blau for Michigan state. What, what I would like to see, I'd like to see our, uh, our APBA friends run a round robin of Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan. And if they ran it four times, I think each one of them would come out on top once. It's just, that, yeah. that's a hard part for me. That's why Alabama's an easier pick. I can, I can see them prevailing. I can see the Big Ten guys just beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. Uh, you know that, and we saw Alabama, and we saw you know two quarterbacks that are both great choices. You know, just a great coaching staff, and and and, and you know the overall you know as good a set of recruits, if not the best in the nation. Yeah, yeah I can't go against that.
0: It, it, it's you look when you look at the Big Ten East, you're you're talking about a division where a very good team is going to finish fourth, probably. You know, that's just that's kind of the reality of it. Um, and
1: that's the reason I picked Michigan State. Their two tough games are at home, and then they have to play. If they win those games, then they're sitting there, and they have to deal with Wisconsin. So yeah. that's a, it's a game, obviously.
0: Yeah, there, there's no doubt if they win that schedule, they're going to be in. Um, I always like I, – I still always like the teams in the opposite division of, of the great conferences, you know, opposite the great divisions. That's why Wisconsin – I'd rather be in the Big Ten West. And I'd rather be in the SEC East. You know, the winner that comes Georgia, or whoever comes out of that 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 division, I think you know, is is really set up for a playoff run because you don't have to go th- through your division necessarily. You only have to go through your. I mean, through, through the opposite division, you go through your division. Uh, so should be interesting. I'll, let's get back to Tony because I want to transition into sort of quarterback situations uh, around the country and you know Alabama obviously is has got a situation uh the the, the trend now and it just happened uh is at uh, Nebraska is if you don't get the job you transfer i mean the <laughs> You're next gone. the next day uh what's what's going to happen at Alabama once Nick settles in on a quarterback, and we're not sure. I mean, I, I have a guess who it's going to end up being, but uh, w- what's going to happen there once uh, somebody is the
2: established starter? Is the other guy going to leave? I, I don't, I would think more likely that uh, Tua would leave. All right. Uh, if if he's not the starting quarterback, Which, but I, I, th- I think Jalen Hurts is in it for this this season. He's going to graduate in December. Yeah, and I think if, if he wins the job, then fine. But if he doesn't win the job, he's going to play. Uh, and the question is, how many games will he play? I you know I, I did two hours with the TV last night up <laughs> to the SEC network, and we argued for almost two hours about this
0: subject. Uh
2: And 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 you can make a compelling case to start Tua because. He's frankly, he's the better quarterback. His skill set, his ceiling is much higher. Jalen Hurts, however, ha- hadn't done anything but go twenty-six and two, and get the team to two national championship games. So to me, while you know, while Tua has this wonderful arm and is going to be a great player, it would be the most Nick Saban esque thing of all to start Jalen Hurts in the first game in say, See, You media guys don't know squat. You don't know anything. Right. Okay. I'm starting, so I I could see it frankly both ways, but there's there's no really no reason for Hertz to leave if he doesn't get the job because he's gonna graduate and he's gonna play somewhere else next year. Well, the that, only the yeah. only place he can play this year is the University of Alabama.
0: Yeah, well that's why I think Tua's. I mean, well I still think I think still think you better play the best youngest quarterback you have because you risk that guy leaving if you don't start him. Um, but, uh, Herb, yeah, the situation in Nebraska, um, what, you know, a guy, uh, they frost names the quarterback. The other guy leaves the next day and he's already signed with Oregon state, uh, for next year. Um, what do we think of this, this trend is, or is you know, I'm sure I know coaches hate it, but, uh, are, are you all, are you okay with these guys picking up? And, and, leaving and you know, how does this affect how you recruit now?
3: Well, you, that's a good question. I mean, I think that it eases up with this new, uh, red shirt rule because you can get a little dip the toe. Yeah. I, I think it depends on the individual situation and, you know, you, these kids obviously are impatient, but, you know, going to Oregon state, I mean, you got to really believe in, uh, you know, a sort of a resurrection there. Um, I think it just depends on the individual and what their read is on the coach and, and how big their ego is, you know, how mature they are. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't know that I would make any general blanket statement about it, but, I mean, to leave Nebraska like that is certainly very curious, especially to go to a place like Oregon State.
0: Well, Jonathan Smith, the new coach at Oregon State, recruited this kid. Uh, and The name slipping is Gibeah or... Tristan I forget I don't have his name on the tip of my tongue right now but uh, uh he, he recruited him to Washington and now you know Jonathan Smith is at Oregon State it's, like you said that's a that's a pretty big climb uh, cuz Oregon State is still in a pretty deep hole in, in the Pac 12 um Tony we, other other issues around the uh the SEC quarterback uh Situations. Nick Fitzgerald sitting out the first game. Is that uh, how do you know? Is that a shocker, or will
2: he win the Heisman? Like, well, he, like he's, he is the last kid. When I got the word, somebody said Fitzgerald's being suspended for a game. I went, Nick Fitzgerald. Yeah. You know, not, not, not. Uh, you know, not Barry Fitzgerald, not Joe Fitzgerald, <laughs> Nick Fitzgerald. Are you kidding me? Yeah. One of the nicest kids you're going to meet, and uh, I, I could, I, I tried to. Find out what he did, but it was the all infamous violation of team rules. Yeah, and so and, and that, hello, yeah, there he is. I'm put another kid in there by the name of Keaton Thompson, who was the Louisiana Gatorade Player of the Year two years ago. That Mullen had uh, developed, but th- that was a shock. Last, last week in the SEC was a big, uh, big week for announcements. Uh, you know, t- Tennessee made hasn't made its decision yet, but it looks like it's going to be Jared Garantano. Uh, Kentucky made its decision with Terry Wilson transfer from uh, started kid that started at Oregon. Uh, Arkansas made their made their decision. Uh, Texas a made their decision with Kellen Mond, which surprised a lot of people, including me. Yeah. So it's it's been there's been a, a lot of quarterback movement in the sleeve.
0: And LS, LSU has uh, they only have one choice, right? I mean, didn't ever everybody leave except for Burrow.
2: The, the transfer from Ohio State is. Uh, I don't have. Well, any... he, he, here's here's what's interesting about that. They, in spring practice, they had three quarterbacks: uh, Miles Brennan, Lowell Narcisse, and Justin McMillan. Then Joe Burrow joined the mix in June, and immediately two of those guys left. Yeah. Justin McMillan and Lowell Narcisse. They they were they saw the handwriting on the wall that it was going to be uh, Burrow and Miles Brennan. Well, Burrow, Burrow won the job. And uh, here, he, this is this is the guy that re- was in the Ohio State run for the job, and and couldn't get any clarity after the spring, so he he left, and so uh, LSU is hanging their head on this kid. He's a <laughs> four-star recruit out of the state of Ohio. They're counting on him to do better, and they they better because if they don't, LSU's going to struggle.
0: LSU's an yeah, Tony. LSU's always been a mystery. For the, you would think that they would be able to produce quarterbacks, uh, but you know you think of the guys they won the national title with, were not you know they had, obviously they had Jamarcus, but uh, uh, interesting that they haven't had huge big
2: arm you know uh, superstars uh, in their program. They, they they really haven't had you know the, their national championship quarterback was a guy named Matt Flynn who was you know a good guy a good court you know decent quarterback but nothing. Special and before that, it was Matt Mock, who was a baseball player who came to LSU to play for Saban after baseball didn't work, and he won. He helped win a national championship. So yeah, they they haven't really had a big arm quarterback since Zach Mettenberger several years ago, and he was a he was a transfer who started his career at Georgia. You you got to believe this is going to have to change, but it it has it it has not changed in a long time. Right, um, big story out
0: here at USC. They're starting a kid that should be a senior in high school, J.T. Daniels. Uh, he won the the, uh, the shootout with three competition, three player competition uh, from modern day. Modern day, which produced uh, Matt Barkley, the last true freshman to start at USC, and two Heisman Trophy winners, Matt Leinart and John Hewitt. Uh, super big time program. A lot of people are really interested. I was talking to some USC people this week, and they say he is the real deal. Um, and and so it should be exciting to see. Not, you know, UNLV, they'll win that game, but the next two, is Texas and Stanford on the road, will be interesting uh, to see how that plays out. opinion on, on the, the, the Herman-Ohio State situation and how that might play out this year?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be around with Ohio State all season. It's not going to go away because he's been on campus – there's division, and 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 more and more stuff is going to go, get un, unravelled and, and 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 told, and so I think it's going to be a distraction that whether Urban Meyer likes it or not. Now, how they deal with it will be the key question until whether they win their big games.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it, it's uh it, it's it's an you know beneath the surface, as we all know, this could be an it's it's an ugly business, especially when you have so much you know, kind of fraternal stuff going on, where assistant coaches leave and become coaches. Somewhere else, the baggage and the things they take with them sometimes lingers, but uh we will uh we will continue to monitor but uh let's get to the what we really want to talk about all season are the games and you really can tell when it's when it's game week i mean i can you can almost feel it and it just feels like a different week um and the excitement that builds uh let's kind of go around the horn and see what games you're looking. Forward to uh, this weekend, Tony. Let's start with you. I know that's pro- I know which one you're you're going to
2: say, but let, let's get right to it. Well, uh, for me, I've got a home game: Washington and Auburn. Yeah. Only top ten, only top ten matchup of the first week, in a game that has just an incredible amount of uh, college football playoff ramifications. Uh, I may be overstating this a bit, Doof, and you'll tell me if I am. But I think Washington is carrying the weight of the entire Pac-12 <laughs> into Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Yeah, they are.
2: They, they are. After going, what was it, one and eight in bowl games that's, last year? That's correct. You you think that you think the Pac-12 really needs this one a little bit? And uh, and the thing about it is, if Washington can win this game, then uh, they can go. You know, it, obviously, if they go thirteen and zero and win the Pac-12, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay, but if they can win this game. They get they get a little a little wiggle room and they can go twelve and one in Pac twelve champs, jam champ with a win over Auburn, two hours from Auburn's campus, this, so they 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 this is a huge it's a huge game for both teams but especially for Washington Pac twelve
0: yeah yeah I mean there's no doubt about it uh, and you know Washington misses doesn't play USC in the regular season so that could set up a you know they're hoping that USC Goes bit has a great year and they they can play him in the Pac twelve title game. Uh, I think you know they at least have to keep it close. They may be able to overcome a close loss against Auburn, uh, but then they got to be perfect. Uh, and, and maybe maybe need some luck too. It's it's the biggest game for the league I think in a lot of years uh, because the 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 te- you know people just turn the Pac twelve off. I think if they if Washington gets blown out, I don't think they will. But if they do. You know that's that's really gonna it's really gonna hurt the reputation of the league uh, in a year where they need a they need a bounce back year. Uh, Blau, what what uh, what interests you? Are I, mean, I know you the big, big BC home opener against uh, your your buddy uh, Whipple's team.
1: Whipple and UMass, and you know UMass had a had a, you know scrimmage on on Saturday. Beat Duquesne, so I mean they got something on the belt, and they and they can score points, but I think they'll get worn out. Yeah. the game the games that. The games that intrigue me, you know, the obvious ones, obviously, you know, Auburn and Washington, but Notre Dame, Michigan is, is a key game because it sets direction for both teams for the season, and one of them is going to be coming from uh, from back in the pack. I mean, that, that that's an intriguing game, um, you know. So, and then obviously, what's what's happening, in, you know, in, in your your part of the country with UCLA and USC, they both get new starts, you know, with with new coaches, new quarterbacks. I mean, that's going to set direction. So, I mean, I, there's a few. There's a few games out there, but the the one sleeper that I, that I see that no one's paying attention to, when I just kind of up at it up and is is watch it watch out in Oklahoma, because your buddy Lane oh, Kiffin is, is going yeah. to score some points in Oklahoma, and I, and they might not be ready to play at that that stage of the game right yet, but that I mean probably that could be a 55 to 40 game, but but he'll he will do something, and Oklahoma will sweat.
0: That, that, that's a good point. That is getting overlooked. Herb, you uh, uh, and Blau mentioned. Michigan Notre Dame, which is ob- obviously huge. What other things? What other games in the Big Ten? And first of all, how badly is what? Is, how badly is Ohio State going to beat Oregon State? Given all their pent up, my my sense is they're going to just crush them. And a pent, yeah, I pent think so. though,
3: unless unless they you know get caught in the trying too hard thing, but yeah. I, I don't see any way that that they don't. Uh, you know, Blau mentioned Michigan Notre Dame uh, that. That's really true. You know, the, the thing is, if if Notre Dame wins, and I think that's just a toss-up game, you know, if Michigan's 0-1, you know, there's already a lot of chatter about Jim Harbaugh. I'm, I'm not saying anything about what his status is, but, you know, the, that pressure builds, and then how do they perform as they go on? That's why I sort of think that there's more of a burden on Michigan to win this game. That doesn't always, you know, work out that way, but... That's why I sort of give them a slight edge there. Yeah, Another team around here of regional interest, Northern Illinois is going to go to Iowa. Northern Illinois has a really good record in these early season games. They've won at Big Ten places uh, it, over yeah. the years, and, and Iowa isn't a team that you know puts up a lot of points. So that could be a that could be an interesting game. Yeah, Iowa so, Iowa has a. Pretty good record of of
0: kind of screwing these games up too, don't they? I mean, these early season. Exactly.
3: Yeah, and 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 Northern, Northern Illinois, you know, they've they've won at Purdue. Uh, God, I'm trying to think the other places they've they've won some. I think they won at Iowa once too, but, but I know they they've won a more than more than a, a once on Big Ten stadiums in the last few years, and they have that kind of team. I mean, they're picked to be one of the. You know, it's not the conference winner; certainly, the division winner in the mat. Yeah, it's just, well, it's, here, go here, ahead, Tony. Here's
2: another Big Ten storyline we've already talked about: Ohio State and Oregon State. What about Maryland playing Texas without <laughs> their head coach? <laughs> oh my God! You got two. You got two. You got two, <laughs> two Big Ten teams playing this weekend and without
3: their head coach. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly right, Tony. I, I overlooked it. I, I got a a piece that we're we'll going to run tomorrow, uh preview in some Big Ten. Um, but, yeah, and, you know, the other part of this is that Maryland went down to Austin last year, and they won a shootout, and that actually wasn't as close as the final score. Uh, they, they put up a bunch of points on Texas. I don't think that's going to happen at all this year, you know, with no head coach. And, and that situation, I, I don't know anybody who expects uh, D.J. Durkin to, to return, no. the Maryland job. I mean, I, I think they're just following their protocols before they make the change. But yeah, Maryland, this is a tough, this is a tough place for them.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it. Now, uh, uh, Herbie, Penn State is hosting Appalachian. Is that correct?
3: Yes. What could yeah. po-
0: what could possibly go wrong with Appalachian going to a, a Big Ten? Yeah. Well, Seems
2: oh. like Appalachian
3: don't go into Big, I think- the
1: big Ten and win. <laughs> they can't do that now. You have to ask Lloyd Carr for a, a comment
3: on that one. Uh, I, well, I have. 11, I,
0: hey,
2: boys, that's been eleven years ago.
0: I can't believe that. That's amazing. Oh Long my time. god uh, i i have a I have a watch out. If only I, this one shocked me that uh, that San Diego State. He's playing at yeah. Stanford, and, and and Stanford's favored by two touchdowns in that game. Whoa, Ooh. whoa! What you that's know? That's a big number. Well, yeah, get, given that San Diego State beat Stanford last year, uh, and I don't know that Stanford b- tries to beat anybody by two touchdowns. You know, they're they're kind of they try to, they, <laughs> you know, they try to pl- pl- win by ten or less. So that's an interesting number for me. Not that not that we are interested in any, any of those sort of numbers. Well, uh, no.
2: well, our buddy Brett Musburger would go. well, that's going to make some people in the desert very happy. Now I'm
0: telling you. Yeah, and uh, and and I'll be I'll be out at the Rose Bowl to see the Chip Kelly debut. Uh, obviously, interesting. Chip has just has been hilarious this summer. Uh, in in because this is just what he wants to do: say nothing, reveal nothing. Close practice, talking you know in tongues about who he's going to play, and this is why he took the job because he can do it here and. And people are, are you know, are, are just. There's so many other things going on here that he can kind of get away with it. It will be interesting to see whether he still has any sort of cutting edge, which what he was 10 years ago. Uh, I don't know what he is now because so many teams are playing like him uh, with with just good players. So uh, that's interesting. And what else do I got? That's. About, I think that's about it. Uh, you, you got. There,
1: there, there's news? the game that you? T- uh, if that's that's interesting to me is, is Arizona. Arizona might be under the radar. Yeah, sleeper. At, at, at the Seventeen starters back, they might have the best quarterback in the in the league, if not the country. They got a, a decent coach and, and, and they could they could they could make a, a pretty deep run and they don't play Washington at all during the regular season. So that might they might be one of those sleeper teams that comes out by you know October first might be sitting there in the top ten. Yeah, they're
0: yeah. they're getting a lot of they're getting a lot of love, uh sleeper love. I think the one thing that kind of puts people off is that uh Arizona's been in the league 40 years.
1: Right.
3: <laughs> Never won. <laughs> Never won. Uh, yeah. so. you know, I, I'm trying to think when we're uh, when we're going to post this, but the other game that we haven't talked about because of the timing of it, uh, Northwestern's at Purdue tonight, Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, probably a lot of people would listen to this afterward. Right. But uh, in hindsight, you know, I would just say let's see whether, you know, Clayton Thorson, who's coming off a major knee injury for Northwestern, if he's not you know, he's supposed to be right. And if he is right, Northwestern's uh you know, they're 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 gonna be a, they're gonna be a factor in some games. I mean, they beat Blau's number one team last year. I think it was the last <laughs> loss Michigan State took. Um and you know they Pat Fitzgerald does some things there. So we'll see what you know what comes out of East uh a West Lafayette. Uh, Herb Herb does, got, go ahead.
2: Uh, Guys, there are two more more games in the SEC you need to keep an eye on. Tennessee playing West Virginia in Charlotte. West Virginian Will Greer can score a bunch of points, but they've got one of the most god-awful defenses you're ever going to see. So Tennessee may have a chance to hang in there. The the conventional wisdom is West Virginia's going to run away with the thing, but I think they'll hang in there. The the other one, just because I'm just curious, Keep your eye. Let me find it right here. Keep your eye on. Where is it? Ole Miss versus Texas Tech in Houston, Ooh. eleven a.m. start locally. Uh, Ole Miss, Texas Tech, first team to fifty wins. Okay. <laughs> no kidding. Is that halftime? Because <laughs> neither can play defense. Ole Miss has the worst defense in the SEC. No, oh, very. Worst. what uh and, and Texas you know, Tech as we know doesn't play defense so how, how is Tennessee's defense are they are they supposed to be good well not 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 bad not bad they got remember they got Jeremy Pruitt as their new head coach this will be his first game he's 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 won five national championships as a defensive coordinator so he kind of knows what it, what it looks like so i think i think they'll have a chance if i i put it to a Tennessee fan the other the day it's real simple if 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 both teams score in the 30s Texas, uh, Texas, Tennessee's gonna lose. If it's tw- four to 20, Tennessee's got a chance to win.
0: Well, interesting, long, over and under on that is 61.5, which, uh, is making me think that's too low. <laughs> not that, not that we're interested in any of these things, but, uh, you know, West for, for,
2: for entertainment purposes only,
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, another, another kind of quirky game, uh, North Carolina at Cal, just because, just because. You know, Cal won at North Carolina last year. Uh, North Carolina has, I think, a few suspended players for this game, and any any team from the south that that plays at Berkeley, as Ole Miss found out. I mean, that's like going. You know, that's a, that's a that's a different world. So, uh, and I'm not so sure how two losses against Cal is going to go over in Chapel Hill. Uh, in two years, but uh, that's the
1: least of his problems there, though. That's yeah, the least of, of Fedora's problems in North
0: Carolina. Yeah, Her, now Herb, Herb, given that that pr- most people are going to hear this podcast tomorrow, uh, who won that game, Purdue uh, Northwestern, and give us some details of the uh, what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
3: I like both, I like Purdue, you know, at home they played really well uh, in in their opener last year against Louisville, but um, at Northwestern typically starts slow. You know, that said, on paper, I think people believe that Northwestern's the better team. Uh, I can't believe we're talking about a game beforehand that everybody's going to know the result of. Well, you're supposed to tell us who won. I want you to say who, who won. To tell you who won. You know yeah. what? Uh, my my heart says uh, Purdue, and my head says Northwestern, so I... You know that that's gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be a good game. I hope everybody watched it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you hope know, it was a great audience. Uh,
0: <laughs> I hope this. I hope it didn't get cut from this podcast. Uh, this this discussion, but it might. All right. Well, let's let's wrap it up. And get out of here and get uh, man our battle stations for the start of the season. Should be exciting. Uh, I think we've touched on everything we want to touch on and. Uh, Go your favorite team, or we always root for good games, good storylines. And uh, until next week, adios.